Blog Talk Radio. to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Again, you listen to the Fivefold Ministries broadcast. Our PO box is 9786 Baltimore, Maryland 21284. Again, that's PO box 9786 Baltimore, Maryland 21284. If you would like to call us for prayer, our phone number is 410-661-4103. Again, that's 410-661-4103. God bless you again, and remember, this is also our disclaimer. As we play the different songs that you hear on this particular Radio station, know that the songs belong to the artists, all rights belong to them. We are here to promote those sounds and encourage.
encourage you to get those CDs. Yes, we want you to sit back, to relax, and to enjoy the worship and go into the inner courts and behind the veil. When we go into the inner courts and behind the veil, we are expecting a miracle from God, a revelation, a fresh anointing that God will pour out his spirit on us. Truly, it's by his grace and by his mercy that we can get the blessing and the favor. God bless you again. Let us listen to Joe Douglas and the spirit of praise, and God bless you. Amen. How many are just thankful for grace? I don't know about you, but I've been through some stuff that I can't even expose. God has squeezed me and pressured me, but at the end of the day, I thank him for grace. I thank him for sparing my life. If it had not been for God, I don't know where I would be. Do I have some witnesses in the building that are just thankful for grace?
battery stores, great battery beams, great gives me power, yeah, now I'm set free. Writer says that God grace gives us power, that God grace restores, and that God grace set us free. Yes, it does. God bless you. We want you to sit back and relax as you listen to the five full ministry broadcasts. You can hear us on this radio station each week, Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock. To 8 o'clock M, tell your neighbor, tell your friend to call 319-527-6036. Again, it's 319-527-6036. You can also hear us on Sunday mornings from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock. Again, that's 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock. We want to encourage all of you to tune in and listen to us. Through the week, we have some dynamic speakers. We have different ones uh, who have decided to divide the word of truth with us. We have Reverend Leroy Rice on Wednesday nights. Again, that's Pastor Rice and First Lady Rice. We also have Apostle Lockamy who comes in to divide the word of truth. As we say, the uh, young man that God has blessed with the wisdom gift on Thursday, as well as First Lady Lockamy will be on Thursday night. Again, we have different uh, ministers and elders who have joined us to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to encourage you as we lift up and praise God. You can see us on your local TV stations as well. You type in Fivefold Ministry and you can see us on World Power International TV. Well, we want to give an update before we get started on this part.
Palm Sunday. Yes, one of the most triumphant victory of Jesus as he uh, rose into uh, Jerusalem on this Palm Sunday. We want to celebrate and to just enjoy the worship. This is our Palm Sunday where Jesus ride into Jerusalem on a donkey. So let us get our Bibles out. Let us get ready as we prepare for the story and the triumph, the victory that Jesus and his disciples, um, as they was uh, going into Jerusalem, that Jesus told his two disciples to bring back a donkey and his coat, and that Jesus unmistakably ride that donkey, that everyone could see that he is the king that was promised, that was mentioned in Zechariah, that he had uh, been risen, and that we were so blessed to see the evidence that our Lord and our Savior um, all through the Bible have fulfilled the promises of God. So let us sit back and enjoy at this time. We want to give an update as well. We heard um, from our fellowship church in Montego Bay, Jamaica. We want to give a special shout-out to Apostle Mears. God bless them. Um, they are preparing for different conferences and workshops this year. They have invited us to come back to Montego Bay, Jamaica, we will give more details as we uh, plan that particular trip. And also we heard from um, another one of our sons in uh, Pakistan. We want to give a special shout-out to him as well. God bless you, Elder Aru. Truly, we love the Lord. We thank God for opening up doors where we can all break bread together and just to celebrate the triumphness of God. Yes, if God can do it, it cannot be done. Truly, we love the Lord. And as we sit back and relax now, we will ask that you uh, go get your Bibles as we listen to uh, William Murphy and let us prepare for our worship this morning as well as our word. God bless you again. You are listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. Amen. The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? Real simple song. I want to teach you tonight. The Lord my life salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord. Everybody sing. The Lord, my life, salvation. Whom shall I be? You sing. 
they shouted Hosanna to the son of David. They talked about the prophecy itself. The blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest level. You know, this is that biblical account that is spoke about in the Old Testament. We say that the Old Testament give prophetic account and the New Testament fulfills it. And as we was talking about Zechariah, Zechariah 9 and 9 had said, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous in heaven. Salvation is he, humbled, mounted on a donkey, on a coke, the foal of a donkey. Yes, this was the prophecy that their king uh, of righteousness, who would not only uh, set them free, but also who have fulfilled the promise that the Lord would be there for them, that the Lord will give them power, that restoration would take place. So the crowd was very excited during this particular time that they believed that Jesus was coming to uh, help them to uh, get away from all type of hurt and bondage and slavery, that he would be the God that would redeem the world. As we saw in John three sixteen. it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So the people were so excited that uh, blessed is Jesus who come in the name of the Lord, that he is the king of Israel, and that God kept his commandments, that God said and made promises and prophecies were stated in the Old Testament that their Lord and their Savior would come and they could rejoice. Um, you can look at Psalms 118, 24, and 26 that says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. You know, everyone was just at a, a point that they just wanted to uh, see the prophecies fulfilled and to know that God was on their side. Each of us in our lifetime that we all uh, look towards the hill, we look towards to have some type of triumph, some type of victory, some type of hope. That's why it's so very important that as people go through life that we should encourage them and not discourage them to give them hope, not to spread negativity or to say anything that will kill the joy of the Lord in their heart because they need to know that there is a God that is stronger than themselves. There is someone that loves them, someone that's standing in the gap for them, and that this God is powerful and all-knowing. He can do anything but fail. 
So this was the hope. This is was the promise, and they were excited to know that prophecy was fulfilled, that Jesus had came into Jerusalem on a donkey and to signify that God will show up. Amen. Let us listen to Marvin Sapp, and God bless you on this Palm Sunday. Amen.
Yes, Marvin Sapp says that you alone are God. Isn't it wonderful to know that you have a God that loves you, that you have a God that is there for you in the valley of dry bones when times are tough, when look like all hope is lost, that you know that you can reach out, that God loves you, that God is there for you, and that God can do anything but fail. You know, that's why it's so very important that when you celebrate, when you acknowledge, and when you recognize that there is a God that loves you, that you are giving all respect, all honor to your Lord and to your Savior, Jesus Christ, and that you are letting God know that you believe on his Son, that he is the Son of God. Well, let us look at what we say again that we're going to make reference to Luke 19, verses 37 and 38. It talks about Palm Sunday. And this is a time that Christians all over the world are celebrating that Jesus entered into Jerusalem and that when he entered into Jerusalem, it says that the crowds welcomed him by spreading palm branches in his path. There were those who greeted him and was convinced that he was their Messiah or the anointed one sent by God to establish his kingdom on earth. You know, it's very sad that when you read the story about the Palm Sunday, about Jesus entering Jerusalem, that there the crowds welcomed him. They celebrated and they were excited that they believed that this is the man that was sent by God to save them and redeem them for sin and that this was their hope until tomorrow. But yet the same crowd turned on him within the next week. I'll say it again, that the same crowd that welcomed Jesus by the next week, they uh, were saying to kill him or stone him to death. You know, it's very sad that when you mean to do good and your reputation is such that you come in peace, you come in love, you come in hope, and that you do everything that you can to be about your father's business and show love. Everyone is excited to see you, that the reputation uh, of your name precedes itself and go ahead of you, and that everything is shiny and looking good, but it takes just one time for someone to condemn to undermine, to say foul things and negative things that will kill the very essence and hope of people, that the joy of the Lord, that that excitement that they had, that all they need is just one that can tear down the man or woman of God, God forbid. But this was a time that during this particular week that Jesus approached Jerusalem on a donkey and that this was his sign that he was humble, he showed humility, he uh, wanted to show he was a commoner just like an ordinary man uh, just coming into a town, that he wanted them to just uh, 
be about love and humility and kindness one to another. You know, during this time, the people praised God with loud voices. They were so excited, and according to Luke 19, 37, 38, they said, Blessed is the king who come in the name of the Lord. Those crowds were welcoming him. They had a welcoming committee, and that everybody was celebrating that Jesus had showed up. The whole city was excited to say that their Lord and their Savior had come into the midst of them. You know, it's sad that when you see celebration, how it can get chaotic, that at one time everybody is happy, but then you turn around and look again, there's a bunch of drama that's going on. But we want to talk about the good today. We want to talk about today is the Palm Sunday where Jesus uh, was recognized as being the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, that Palm was put down as a symbolic act. So when you go to your church today, uh, when you get those palms and everything, know that that this is the time that it was uh, a celebration, a recognition that this is our king, that we are the Christians, that we believe in the teaching and in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that we are there, we're standing on the promise and the word that he is the son of of God. You know, it's very disappointing uh, to see that even then that Jesus, as he approached the crowd on the Palm Sunday, as they were convinced that he was the Messiah or that anointed one sent by God, that they uh, was there to celebrate the arrival of their king. So we want you uh, at this time as you get your Bible so we can dig a little bit deeper that we want to be able just to rightly divide the word of truth that your God loves you, that he still loves you, that we are forgiven of our sins through that blood uh, of Calvary, that death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, that we will have uh, redemption and eternal life. So we want to encourage you to always fellowship one with another, speak good of your uh, brothers, lift each other up, and know that only through that blood, that only through that love, only through the mercy and grace of God, that through his love are we redeemed. So we want to say to you again as you sit back and relax and fellowship to know that this is our Palm Sunday and that we are worshiping our God in love and in fellowship. Amen. Amen.
turned miracle signs and wonders in front of people's eyes and that those who was blind was able to get sight. And the list just went on that the people was praising God because they saw that this was their king, that this is someone that could restore them, and they were excited and glorified in that the prophecy was fulfilled. But as I said, there are some skeptics. Some were saying, you know, even today in this modern-day world over 2,000 years later, that there are those who will not give their hearts to God. There are those that will not believe that he is the Son of God, God forbid. But it says here, for those who did, blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. It is so very important that you build up a person's faith to know that salvation is the key, that God will hear your prayers, that things will be worked out, solution uh, will come, that when you turn it over to God at the foot of the cross, he can do anything but fail. I believe that, that my God can do anything but fail. If God can't do it, then it just can't be done. So it is so very important for those of you, it says, forsake not to assemble yourselves together, that it is so very important that you come together in fellowship and love, uh, to hear the word of God being preached, to be able to uh, go to your Bible class, your Sunday school, and to fellowship as Christian, as believers, and to get stronger in your faith so that you can stand against the tricks the adversary and the forces of darkness. You know, for those of you who cannot go to church or who's not able to go for whatever reason, you are welcome to watch us on radio as well as TV as we uh, speak about the ministry of Jesus, as we talk about the biblical studies of the Word that you can not only hear us through the week but well as the weekend. So we want to encourage you to know today why it is so very important that according to Matthews 21, verses 1 through 11, as well as Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11, John chapter 12, verses uh, 12 through 19, that Jesus, even Luke chapter 19, verses uh, uh, 37 to 38, that it is so very important that as you look today that it is true, it is uh, the proof that Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey according to the word of God, and that he was the promise, he was that sacrificial lamb, the sacrifice, the repair of the breach that brought us back to the Father. It is so very important that when we had sinned in the very beginning of the garden with Eden, that we had turned from the very face of God because of the things we had did that was wicked, was not in our best interest, and that we uh, had took it upon ourselves that we were not going to uh, follow the commandments of God, that we uh, pushed our way away from God. But it was only through the love, the redemptive blood of Jesus, were we able to get back in right refellowship with God. That through him, that there was nobody greater. There was no one 
that could take us back uh, in a rightful stand with God. It's almost like a mother <laughs> when a child does bad and they do things that they shouldn't do. The father's angry and that he gets to the point that he said, that's not my son, that's not my daughter. But then you would have that parent who would come in and plead the blood and say, this is your own child. And that, you know, that uh, we need to show love and forgiveness and mercy. <laughs> so Jesus is that repair of the breach. He is the intercessor for us to say, give us another chance. Yes, we have done wrong. We have hurt each other as brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Yes, we have lied. We have tore down. We have ridiculed. We have said different things out of our mouths that condemn. But God is able to... Uh, have mercy for us and intervene for us and and be able to uh, be the repair of the breach for us and to put us back in rightful standing with God. When we repent and when we are godly sorrow so that we can have a chance to say, God, there's no one greater than you, and we are sorry for the things that we have done. So truly we thank Jesus for the intercession. We thank Jesus knew even riding through the town of Jerusalem that he was his life of even that following week that he would uh, be crucified. But yet he came in to show us that he was willing to sacrifice his life for us to be that intercessor and that he was a promise fulfilled that we do have the victory on this Palm Sunday. So God bless you. Let us reverence God and listen to Vashon Mitchell, no one greater. Amen. There's no one greater than our God, than our Jesus, in that death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. Nobody, 
of those things that could cause you your death. That's how much your God loves you. Your God loves you so much that even though that you didn't pray to, to him last night or even woke up and said hallelujah this morning, that he still woke you up in the land of the living, that you are here, that through the plagues that have taken others all over this world, that still that he found favor and he had mercy and kindness, that you are still here to give him that ounce of praise. Songs 150 said, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. So we're asking today, if you have breath in your body, to praise God. If you're able to uh, reverence him and able to get up out of that bed to go give him a praise, lift your hands in your sanctuary. And those of you who cannot, that right where you are, just say hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that I am able, even to be in my right mind, able to uh, listen with my ears, able to even have the opportunity through Internet, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all over the world, even radio and TV, that we are able to glorify God. God said that once all of us all over the nation have heard the word of God, have had the opportunity, he will crack open the sky. He is still, beloved, giving you an opportunity. Before you close your eyes, before he judged this world, to say that there is a God that has created us that is higher than my own mind and myself. I didn't create myself, didn't put breath in my body, can't wake myself up in the morning or put myself to sleep at night. Only my God can, that he is being merciful and that he sent his son to be our God, to be our shepherd, to be that uh, intercessor, to be that gap that's between him and us because of the evilness that's in our heart, in our mouths, in our action, our thought, our word, and our deed, that he sent his son Jesus. Through that Old Testament that he was able to say that there would be a redeemer, that there would be one that would come, that there would be one that will be the king of king and the glory of glory to give people hope. Yes, he came into that town of Jerusalem. Yes, he rode on that ducky. And, yes, he was that sacrificial lamb. People were still wicked at that time, that they nailed what God has sent and who he has sent to this earth. They nailed him on a cross. They blasphemed and cursed the Holy Ghost. They went up the very, uh, went against the very plan of God, as they thought, to destroy the hope for mankind. But God had it already figured out that he knew that the same crowd that cheered him and said, Oh, Hosanna, glory to the highest, raising their palms and putting down their coat, that the same people would turn against him and crucify him the very next week, God forbid. It is sad when you show love to your brother and you show that you're a friend, you can give a hug, and you in fellowship and commune with that person, but then you look the very next week or the next month or next year or how, however long that you act like you don't know them, that you have no respect for them, that you have no love for them, that you have uh, no connection with them or relationship and friendship, God forbid. That God say that love is kind, First Corinthians 13, that love 
is long-suffering, that love uh, is enduring. That means that love lasts for eternity. We are to love everyone as our brothers and our sisters and even our neighbors and to speak kind. We don't have to see you 5, 10, 15, 20 years, but we should have good on our mouths to say about each other. We should be able to lift each other up and be able to be kind so that their reputation precedes them, that we spoke well of one another rather than condemn, God forbid. So Jesus was sent as our way out. Jesus was sent as the shepherd. Jesus was sent as our security, that if we follow God and obey God in his commandments according to uh, the, the law of Moses, according to the Torah, according to the Bible itself, that we will understand that Jesus is a sacrificial lamb, that Jesus is God uh, incarnated in him, that if you see God, you'll see the Father. If you see the Father, you see the Son, that both of them together are one, that there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, that even though it says the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, that there is one creator himself. There would be no Son without the Father. There would be no Holy Spirit without God himself, that he is the great I am that I am. So even when you uh, make references, and let's look at Psalms 23 as a, a supporting scripture, that here uh, Jesus is seen as that shepherd that I spoke about, that he is a hope for our eternal life and security, that through what he teaches us and through the Sermon on the Mount and through the words of Jesus that we have our needs supplied for us that when we put our hope in God, when we put our trust in God, when we put everything over, even in our mindset, even in our limited wisdom, that we don't need anything, that we have God who will give us all of him through that death, burial, and resurrection of eternal life, that we thank God for his Holy Spirit that gives us wisdom, that teaches us and guides us and makes things clear to us, that only through Jesus can we have the peace that surpasses all understanding. You know, when all hell is just kicking around, when all things seem to be just going haywire, that when you trust God, that there is a quietness in your spirit. When you trust God, that there is a hope regardless what man says about you. When you trust God, that you know that restoration is going to come because there is a God, hey, hallelujah, that will stick to you closer than a brother or those who say they're your friends or those who will turn their backs on you, that there is a God that will be right there to hear every little prayer, every little secret, every little thing that's in your heart, who knows every hair on your head that can take care of you, that can build you back up, even in your sorrow, that can restore you. Yes, we have a God that is righteous. Yes, we have a God that loves us. Yes, we have a God that sacrificed his life for us, that he alone, through his word, through his promises, that he fulfilled in Scripture, that we don't have to worry 
that this thing is orchestrated, this thing is written in the Lamb Book of Life, that our life has already been predestined by the glory of God, by the mercy of God, by the favor of God, by the yearning and yielding of God, that God is with you. It says here that his rod and his staff, they comfort you, meaning that you don't have to worry about it, that when you turn it over to God at the foot of the cross, and when you say that, oh, Hosanna, I believe in you, when you take that palm and you just raise it, that symbolic act, that I believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, there is no power in the palm, there is no power in these symbolic things, but it represents that, yes, we believe, the same way that God said that when we take our communion, that that is his blood and that is his Bible, uh, that is his bones that was broken for us. Yes, that blood and that cracker that we use is a symbolic act that we believe that Jesus' blood was spilled for us, his back was broken for us, and even that palm that laid down that this is the God that came in to announce himself as King of kings, Lord of lords, that we believe in our hearts of hearts that, yes, he is the one that was sent to us. And everything that we need, every hope, every desire, everything is inside of him, that he alone is that table that has been spread ahead of all our enemies to say, look, this is the God that I worship. This is who I believe in. This is the Alpha and Omega. This is the God, the creator of heaven and earth heaven above and earth below, that I believe that even he spread the waters and made the moon and sun and the stars, that everything that had breath, everything that ever was made, that it was all made by God. Yes, that when we get to a point in our lives that we can believe it, that God is, that we can see it in the supernatural, that he is what he says that he is, that he is our God that will follow us each and every day of our life that will be with us each and every day of our life that will dwell with us that he is our hosanna in the highest that he is our god that he is our lord and he is our savior we believe it we love him and we receive it i want to say to you again that whenever that you're going through that hell in life that when you turn it over to God, that you know that there is going to be peace in the valley, peace in the storm. There will be peace to know that your God can do anything but fail. So I want to encourage you today that as you wake up in the land of the living, each and every day wake up and say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, I praise you. Glory be to God. Matter of fact, let us listen to Vanessa Bell Armstrong, and God bless you. Amen.
songwriter says peace be still and we have to be reminded that only through that death burial and resurrection can we have our peace let us look at a song of david right now as another supporting scripture songs 24 and as we talk about the glory of god as we talk about that the king of kings as we talk about that jesus is lord that everything belongs to God, that let us worship him and to glorify him, that truly we are grateful that God has made us in his image and that he has sent his son who died for us and was buried, and he rose and sits on the right hand of the Father. Let us look at Psalms 24. It says that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. So God founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol, or swear by what is false. I'll say it again. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol, or swear by what is false. Let us stop right there, that there are so many of us who have not been grateful. There are so many of us who have murmured and complained. There has been many of us who have not stood in such a place that as God examined us, that we have clean hands and a pure heart. There are those who have said some nasty things to each other, who have not shown love, 
who has not tried to exalt, edify, and encourage those in the body of Christ, but tried to tear down, undermine, and to uh, defile the very essence of their life by being wicked, God forbid. That God sent his only begotten son, someone who would have clean hands and a pure heart, someone who would sacrificially lay down their life for the gospel of the Lord and to do what God told them to do according to his commandment. We thank God for Jesus. Because truly many of us wouldn't have been here today. Many of us wouldn't have lived out our life or have an opportunity week after week, day after day, month after month to get it right with God. God forbid that we continue to do things that displeasing in his sight. We thank Jesus that through the love that he's uh, shown us, through the words that he has taught us, through even riding through the town of Bethlehem, that he is our blessing from God, that he is that vindication as well as the repair of the breach back to the Father. Truly, we need to seek the face of God. We need to, again, turn from our wicked ways and to be grateful and say, Oh, Hosanna, the Lord of the highest. I would encourage you today on this Palm Sunday that you lift up your hands, that you lift up your voices, that you glorify God, that if you can, you go into a house of worship. If not, you watch it on Internet, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and that you listen to the preach word of God. Listen to what God is saying through his teachers and preachers and pastors, that you can not only uh, lift up those things that will give you eternal life, but then you would have favor with the Father. You know, you want God always, in all your ways, you want God to teach you. You want God to show you the truth not only about yourself but your life and how you need to treat others to remember, remember the day that Jesus uh, went into uh, Jerusalem, that those palms was laid down, that we have a chance now to get things right with God. Only through that grace and that mercy, through the love of God, can he redeem us from our old ways and give us an opportunity to be, to walk refreshed and new with him. We need to commemorate and to remember that each and every day that we have this opportunity to accept Jesus right where we are. I want to encourage you that if you do not know him, that you need to become godly sorrow. If you do know him, if you slipped away, you need to repent of your sins and to start your work all over again and to be humble and to get it right with God because our God is loving, our God is kind, our God is faithful, and our God is eternal, that he will give us an opportunity to make what is wrong what is right. I want to encourage you today that if you want the true essence of God in your life, you want that love, you want that redemptive blood, you want that power to know that 
God is able to do anything but fail. You need to experience him. You need to experience that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful love of God and to just understand that only through his mercy seat and his grace can you truly feel the power of his love and his Holy Ghost. Matter of fact, let us listen to Stephanie Bolton and Bishop Walter Hawkins. Amen, amen, and just enjoy. Amen. songwriter says, what is this? What is this that will cause you to talk right, to live right, to treat other people right, and to show the love of God in your life? So, you know, God offers us help through that redemptive blood of Christ, that Jesus is our hope, he is our future, he is our confidence, And he is our way out for eternal life. That he is and will ever be our Lord and our Savior. You know, we know that when you have accepted Christ, and I will give you that invitation later on in the broadcast. I want you to hear this. And even if you have slipped away and you need to come back, 
that know that God is that strong tower that's in your life, that regardless what anything or anyone have said to you about your life, that God can erase that picture, that God has the final say. Don't let man tear you down or condemn you or make you feel as though that there is no hope in your life, that each day is a chance for a new beginning. You have to mean a beloved in your heart that, you know, so many times you're going to run up against uh, those who want to see you fall, those who are going to remember you when, those who are going to tell you about yesterday and yesteryears. But it's okay that God, you know, he gives you a clean slate and give you a chance to have clean hands and a pure heart that you can get redeemed back to him. That when you put your hope and trust in God, when that you uh, just turn it over to him and have the confidence that for God I live and for God I die. You know, you have to seek God daily. You have to ask God to come in your heart daily. You have to ask God to dwell in your soul so that you can have a chance to glaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to know that God is wonderful, that God is miraculous, that God is marvelous, that God is I am that I am, that he made the heavens above and the heavens below, that he put that moon and that star in in the heavens, that he alone has created everything that ever will be that lives and have breath, and that God is the one that walked with man in the cool of the day, even to pull dirt out the ground and put breath into our body, that we have a miraculous and loving and beautiful God, that we should seek him, that we should praise him, that we should reverence him, that we should read his word, that we should pray to him, that we should give praise and worship to him and to inquire about having everlasting life so that we may dwell in his temple. Yes, we don't know the uncertainty of what could be for tomorrow, but we know today that we have an opportunity to be in the grace, mercy, and favor of God that we are in the shelter of his hand, that we are in the palm of his hand, that we are in the mercy and grace of his hand, that we need to shout for joy each and every day, that we need to praise God and to treat our neighbors right. How can we live in a world if there's hatred? How can we live in a world if it's condemnation? How could we live in a world like they did Jesus? One week they laid down palms to say, oh, Hosanna, God in the highest. And they were so glad that they recognized him as the king of kings, lord of lords. And then the next week they nailed him and hung him on the cross, God forbid. You know, we don't want to be a hypocrite. We don't want to be to a point that one day we yay, the next day we nay, that we don't want to be double-minded in our worship, that we want to be steadfast in the word, in the promise, in the love of God. I would encourage you, beloved, that as you seek God's face, as you open up your heart, as you pray to your Father and ask him to help you to repent, help you to get away from being wicked and to turn away even for those who have anger uh, issues to say, God, give me that peace that I know how to love right and talk right and speak right, 
that long suffering. You know, we have all been through some things, and I can give a testimony myself that I myself was in a situation that I wanted to get out so bad, but I believed that my God wanted me to stay there, to say, how tough is your skin? How tough is your love for me? Can you stand in the valley of dry bones? Can you be there when all art is against you, when there's rocks being thrown and soldiers' darts are coming and people's mouths are being against you and they are just spitting and hurting and doing things to you like they did Jesus the night they beat him up before he went to the cross. He had to stand there and take it all. Oh, God forbid, through that suffering and through that pain that we will have to be obedient to God that said, God, I believe you. I believe your word. I believe your promises that, God, I will not move until you tell me to move. Lord, have mercy. We have to be steadfast and to believe in the promises of God, that God is able to keep us, keep us in that valley, that God is able to keep us when our back is up against the wall, that God is able to keep us when hell and war is breaking out all around us, that we just have to trust God, even in the days of our death, even in the days of those who have suffered and died and went on, that they have to keep the faith to the very end, that their God have prepared a place for them, and their God is with them even until death and in eternal life. I will say it again, that's turn it over to God. Have confidence in the God that you serve. See the goodness of the Lord in this land that we walk. See the goodness even inside yourself. Forgive yourself. Encourage yourself. Love on yourself. Hug yourself. And tell yourself that each day you're going to get this thing right, that you're going to be able to do things pleasing in God's sight, that you'll be able to live in a land of the living in such a way that God is satisfied and pleased with you. You have to wait on the change to come in your life by each day making another step and another step and another step to get closer to God. you got to be strong. Strong enough in your character to say, you know, for God I live, for God I die. I'm going to turn away from those things that I know that could put me in a setback. And I'm going to wait on God and be of good courage. And I know he shall and will strengthen my heart. I want to encourage you today that if you have backslid, that this is your opportunity to say, God, I heard the word today. And that I want to repent of my sins. And I'm godly sorrow for the things that I have done. That won't you come into my heart and save me. God, I'm asking you, Father, you said if I seek, I shall find. If I ask God that it will be opened up unto me, that God, will you forgive me of my sin? I repent right now. And I accept the death, burial, and resurrection of your son, Jesus, that Jesus is the Lord of lords, that he is Hosanna in the highest and that that he is the son of God, and that God, would you allow the Holy Spirit to come into my heart and to change me and to sup with me. And, Father, help me that I can glorify you each and every day as a believer in the body of Christ as a Christian. Yes, for those of you who have slipped away, who has been mean and evil and honorary, <laughs> excuse me, those of you who know they haven't gotten it right, say, God, I repent. 
that, God, this is no laughing matter, that I'm godly sorrow for the things I've done. Help me to speak better. Help me to be kind, to show love, to be long-suffering, to have mercy. God, let me have the mercy seat of God and also to show other mercy. God, I repent, and, God, I want to get closer to you, and I want to start my work and my walk all over again in you. Come into my heart, refresh me, restore me, God, engulf me, saturate me with that Holy Spirit again, that, God, that I can walk up right before you. In Jesus' name I pray, and I accept that redemptive blood, and I repent right now unto salvation. Well, God bless you again. You've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. And God bless you again on this Palm Sunday as we start and get it right all over again and recognize that Jesus is in the highest and that he is our Hosanna. And we think that he rode in to give us a chance to say that he is King of kings and Lord of lords and that we need him in our life. God bless you again. Remember now, if God can't do it, it can't be done. And that we trust that you have heard the word of God and that you want to turn it over to him, lay it at the foot of the cross and get it right. God bless you again. Happy Palm Sunday to you. And remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen.